This presentation is from Managing Design 2016, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Um, Alive is a design lab software development company. We have pretty much around 30 people working there, um, a third of which is actually designers. Um, the idea today is just talk a little bit about when you're building a team and we're actually managing a team, whether you should focus more on specialist skills or try to look for generalist skills. And we have a little bit of uh, hints in an uh, early presentation on that before. Um, Cameron, sorry, next time I, I wanted your picture on your corner. I really like that. Uh, so this is our unicorn, and I think just to clarify a little bit, uh, it's a little bit of a difference between our definition of a unicorn. So what we see as a unicorn is someone that actually is uh, pretty much specialist in every single skill. So it's a, it's a very high-skilled generalist. And um, our point of view in the presentation, we're going to try to actually put that point forward, that this person pretty much doesn't exist. So today, because of different demands, people just don't have time to actually be experienced and very good in every single skill that's required. Um, the way we look at uh, the general skills is similar to what um, Ali Shah, uh, said in her presentation. So she was talking about training, but she talked first define the needs and then assess the skills of the people um, and then go on training either on projects or off projects. Um, we did something similar, but when we look uh, to the experience design road, how we call it in our organization, we took an approach to look to the whole uh, process that we actually go through in the organization. So in our organization, we have sales team, and that job is just to go and sell the project and establish the relationship with the different clients. Then we have a business design team, which is the first touch point with the clients. Um, these people normally they don't have any UI skills. They don't know how to use Sketch or Illustrator or InDesign or anything like that. Um, and that job is most, pretty much to understand the business requirements and talk to the clients and translate the first dot points that we got from sales into something that's more meaningful. Then we have the experience design team, which kind of like start to develop those business requirements into more like a functional requirement. And that includes the functional specs, the visual designs, um, sometimes branding exercises as well. Uh, once that's defined, we go to the software engineers uh, and they build the project. Um, and once we finish, it goes to support and maintenance. So we do the whole kind of like end to end. Um, one of the insights that we have here is. When we start hiring for experience design, we're just looking for the traditional UX slash UI skills. And what we found in the organization that's really important to have someone actually go towards the other side as well. And someone mentioned earlier today, I think it was uh, Cameron again, uh, about the need for designers to actually learn how to code. Uh, I don't think in our organization we go that far, but it's definitely really important for, from a designing perspective to understand what components and elements that are available in the organization so that when they go and engage with the client, they understand what we have already and understand how we can do faster the same thing that other, other people may actually take longer. At the same time, it's really important for the, for the experience designer to understand uh, business requirements and having the ability to actually talk to the client and translate the business requirement to something that's functional and visual. Um, and something that's really important and something that my organization actually really struggled with, initially the sales department was really isolated. So whenever I got a project, it was something completely, I don't even have words. And one thing that we actually have introduced and actually really pushing forward is to have designers actually joining the sales team to actually help say, say, selling the project and qualify what it comes afterwards through the pipeline. Next. Um, so in terms of like... Um, defining um, 
if you need a generalist or a specialist, instead of like giving a, a rule of thumb, which I don't think exists a rule of thumb, it, different organizations have different needs, it's more like a set of questions that are really important to consider when you start building a team and hiring. Um, so from a generalist perspective, um, especially from a small organization, it's really important to understand what, what kind of demand do you have. So does your demand actually justify uh, having a specialist, or you have like some people that need to actually work in multiple pl- projects at the same time, so that perhaps it's better to actually have a, a generalist. Um, also, what type of projects you sell. So there's some projects that we sold in the past that was really focused on visual design. Some other fo- projects was more focused on user experience. Some other f- projects just in business requirement or using research. So some people actually have to actually be able to deal with those different areas. Um, from from b- budget and size perspective, I think that's what you say. I forgot your name. You. Katya. Katya. Uh, in terms of like you're managing your organization, so you really need to actually start like doing the admin stuff, managing team. So you, you need actually, in a small organization, you need actually people that are able to actually help you dealing with some of the other requirements as well. Um, from a specialist perspective, um, if you're a new organization, again, you need really be able to be seen as a spe- as produce service and product that are really, really good quality. Our organization was founded by three people. One of them is really strong in business. The other one was really strong in design. The other one was really strong technically. Um, as the organization start to grow, they start to need to bring some people that are more generalists, but still those people were attracted because they saw what amazing product the organization used to offer. And that's only possible because you had the specialists. The other thing that was actually mentioned before, I mentioned that, uh, if you want to develop organization in a certain area, it's really important to have someone that's really and help other people in the organization learn. Um, Next. Mapping the skills. And it's important to have like, some, it's at least there talk about tricks, skills assessments, metrics. And that works really well. But what lacks in, in that sort of um, tool is having a way to visualize it. And it's, what we try to do is visualize it in, a, in some sort of a graph and, and understand like, what is the requirement of the, for example, here, the expense design team. What are we looking for? What sort of skill are we looking for? And then talk with the, my designer to see What's their team? How do they fit in that? And what's their key skills? So adding a couple of layers of, 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 those, of, of, of the people that join the team to see like, what's the overall shape of, of, of the team and what are the key strengths. And that basically um, helps a lot uh, knowing what are the gaps and how to fill them. So um, I guess in the question of how to fill the gap, uh, we had a very, uh, some really good learning recently. Uh, so when you identify that you have a, a gap you, you, you're willing to, to, to fill, you really need to uh, make sure that the person you're looking for uh, is in sync with what are the vision of the company. So the vision of the company of Alive is to create useful and engaging solutions with a true understanding of the business problem. And if you kind of match what Leo was saying about the, the three uh, original founder skills, it clearly lacks some, something around the UX and something around uh, the design thinking. So you need to identify that, yeah, we need someone to fill that, that gap. Um, yeah, this is, the, this is important, but what's more important as well is, is hiring the, the person with the right skills and looking when you hire someone for the, what we call soft skills or attitude and personality. And um, how we do that, like I think there was a question earlier on, how, how do you hire those people? What we did recently is the last person that we brought in as a business designer is to start putting himself doing activities that we usually do, like a crazy head session or design studio session, something that he had never done before, and, and see how he will react with that, see how he will design thinking outside of the box. And that helped us 
uh, highlighting and, and understanding what we're looking for in people. And it's about curiosity, it's about resilience, it's about someone being um, enthusiastic and spirited, like trying to find all those traits that makes your people grow and be able to grow to a generalist role and, and easily can easily shift from one area to the other area. Um, so it's very important to find a sync between the designer and the company needs and uh, where the designer wants to grow and where the company needs someone. Um, so I guess the key lessons really that uh, we want to, uh, to communicate with you guys is, well, unicorns is a myth. Like, uh, let, let's face it, like it's a myth, so forget about them. And particularly in Australia where, where the shortage of skills are extremely, is extremely high, you're not going to find the perfect person that's going to be uh, good everywhere. However, what you can do is nurture your hybrid sort of profile, someone that can start as a generalist and can become more specialist in one of the area. And you can do that because that person will have the right soft skill, attitude, personality, and is willing to learn. And also because his development uh, is in sync with what the company wants. So uh, if, if the person can see his path and his future and know where he can grow and you can visualize that with him, then it's going to be easier for him to try and, and put him in that learning zone that Cam uh, mentioned as well, like how, how you can put your people in that learning zone and can explore different skills. Her, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so soft skills, very important. Um, developing skills through multidisciplinary activities, pairing, designing, extremely important as well to make sure like you uh, leverage your specialist and you leverage the knowledge of the specialist for the rest of the team, and then sync uh, both needs. Um, so that's pretty much it. So we started, we created that sort of tool, which is a very drafted tool, and in a pure low sort of uh, lean approach, we, we're, trying, we're understanding if, if there's uh, an interest for you guys in that sort of tool, how you can visualize uh, the team of your skills, and also for the, play, for the, the designer, how... Uh, good it is as well to see what's your performance, how you manage your performance, and how, how you grow into a specific skill. And our consta, our, our sort of, uh, uh, right now where we are, it's kind of funny to see that you have, we have Fitbit to measure like uh, steps. Uh, you, you can easily track uh, your weight, your, your, your step, your, how, how, how high is your jump in, 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 some, in something. And you have all those beautiful tools for that. But as well for, for What's more important is the personal growth, and you don't have a lot of things that does that quite in a modern way. So we, we are thinking of, is there an opportunity here? Do you guys think is, if there's an opportunity? If yes, can you please check to that uh, URL and, and give us your feedback on that, and if it's something that could be interesting for you as well. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from Managing Design 2016. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.